Greetings. This is Atma Boda. Today is December 11th, 2021, and the title of today's podcast is There is Nothing That Can Exist Without the Observer. And this was inspired by an inter exchange that I had just moments ago on Reddit, and I recommend that if you do want to come into dialogue, and I'll respond to you personally in the comments, is to visit Reddit, and there's a sub called capital the underscore capital ultimate. And so the ultimate is the name of the sub with an underscore in between the and ultimate. And there you can find many other writings and you can comment. And I will reply to your comments. But the dialogue today was with an individual who said, primordial awareness needs no observer either. And my response was, this is a very disempowering philosophy for you. It implies that it is possible for you not to be primordial awareness. How can you have that potential within you if you disallow the possibility? So what that means is that if you want to know the limits of human potential, the first step in doing so isn't to place limits on human potential. Now, I'm not trying to say, oh, you are primordial awareness. You are God. No, that's, that's not the point here. The point is, is that if there is a spark of unlimitedness, of the infinite, of the divine within each of us, and something that we can aspire towards and work towards to awaken that aspect, that empowered aspect that might, might be buried. It might take many years, you know, it, it involves being a good person and getting rid of your limitations and not not being so quick to anger and to overcome your desire and your other personal vices that might get in the way of experiencing love all the time and experiencing bliss all the time because that's what the ultimate is about is about getting to the place where you are experiencing love and inspiration all the time so if you say that the primordial awareness needs no observer what you're saying is that the primordial awareness doesn't need you okay so that is disempowering then he goes on to say the claim nothing can exist without something to perceive it is still much debated without consensus nor conclusive evidence my response was since your consciousness is all that exists to you then anything outside of what you can perceive does not exist to you. The only empowering perspective is that there is an essence within you that also exists in all things. All other philosophies that don't allow this possibility are flawed and weak. And so what that means is that, like I said, the spark of awesomeness that's in, in everyone. And the closer you are to your heart and the closer you are to your mind uh, being silent and receiving that inspiration from the objective truth, the primordial absolute truth, the one living truth, 
then so his then also he goes on to say there there's still some debate in various buddhist sects about how awareness can be intrinsically aware without regression my response was the only people who debate are those who do not know because they haven't crossed the threshold of illumination there is absolute truth and it is a fully conscious entity that pervades all things it is also called the one living truth and this is something that is difficult to prove because here i am just a voice talking to you that claims to be 100% confident and have zero doubts and never experience fear never experience anxiety and just know things because of the mind my mind is interfaced in symbiosis with this one living truth and because of that is where all of the inspirations that i write about and speak about come from and so what i can say with full certainty is that it is through this philosophy whereby i've arrived to where i am today and it is by the same philosophy that you can too and that's what i want for everyone and that just means being the most powerful person that you can be and what is power which it brings up the other point and i talked about resilience being the most important power and that simply just to recap on that is simply just because if other people have, can easily influence you or upset you or trigger you then that's not you being independent because that's you being a puppet and easy for other people to push your buttons so that's step number 1 to be independent to come from a place whereby people can't push your buttons and then once you get, and the only way to get to that place is by focusing your mind on on truth and having that equanimity of mind which is only possible with objectivity which in turn is only possible by having your mind focused on objective truth and in the experience of the inspiration of that objective truth otherwise known as one living truth and then the other half of that as mentioned before repeatedly is love and awakening your heart to love and feeling unconditional love so the ideal human is able to experience love and inspiration in your so two spheres of pleasure inspiration in your head love in your heart all the time and when you can do that that's great so how does it get to nothing can exist without the observer well the point about that is is that the ultimate truth pervades everywhere there's nothing that can exist without the ultimate truth and so if the ultimate truth is also inside of you or at least a spark of that unlimitedness is in your heart however deeply it may be buried that means that as a human part of you does exist everywhere that nothing can exist without that piece of you inside that also is there 
And so this is where it becomes very nuanced because you can have self-limiting beliefs where you believe that there can be the universe is so great that it is bigger than you. Never think that the universe is bigger than you and you're just a small little speck in the universe. Because however that may appear to an outside observer, it's not the truth. It's not the whole truth. Because when we're talking about the physical universe, we're talking about the biological universe. And the biological universe is not the whole universe. That's just a small part of the whole universe. Because the universe extends beyond the physical. In fact, I should say that it is the in the, um, the source of all inspiration, the ultimate truth, is beyond the physical. And in turn, the physical is more of a expression of that source. Okay, so the source comes first and then descends through various planes of existence and multi-dimensions until finally it arrives on the physical, biological plane. But when you look at it, it kind of looks like a, it would be like an upside-down pyramid because... <laughs> In reality, the physical plane is the smallest part. Okay? And so what does that mean? That means the largest and most powerful part is not the physical. And what does that mean? That means that within you, there's the spark in your heart that would consist, you can call it your, you know, it, it, religions would call it your soul. I don't like using that word because the word soul is misunderstood. Think of it more like a spark of the infinite, an unlimited potential that's within you. And it could be dormant, latent. But as you evolve and as you grow as a human and your consciousness expands and as you start to remove self-limiting beliefs you start to access that more you start to realize and experience and new worlds start to open up to you both through your mental perceptions but also through your heartfelt perceptions there's both and certain people, you know, every individual is different. There's not one sequence or one path to follow. I mean, you know, some people feel called to focus on their heart first. Some people feel called to focus on their mind and deeper understandings of, of your belief and expanding your beliefs and getting experiences through the mind as opposed to the heart but you can have both in fact both is the most preferable way to happen because when you can love the truth the truth is going to be f to feel more welcome and will be more inclined to inhabit you because 
and when I say inhabit you, it's it's more like empower you. It's like it's not inhabit like you're being possessed or something. That's it's kind of a weird weird thing to say. It's, it's like it's it's living through. It's like the one living truth living through you. It's like having this awesome power that's a superpower. You know the the unlimitlessness inspiring you and awakening your heart. It's like there's a the part that is beyond limitations. If you can have something that has no limitations, that wants to express itself through you, you are becoming more unlimited as opposed to limited. It's when we identify only with our physical body and physical nature that we become limited. But I feel so comforted by that. Isn't that just awesome? To know that there's a piece of you inside of you that has so much potential and so much power. And the problem is, is that we don't identify with the part of us that's unlimited. Instead, we identify often with our weaknesses, our limitations, and we start to believe limited things about ourselves like oh i can't do it or i'm just a small little speck of a human in the grand universe and the universe is so much bigger than me it's like no no it's not everything that you can perceive outside in the universe you cannot perceive it if it didn't already exist inside of you Everything expansive that can inspire you or you think, oh, wow, it's so big, so amazing. You are more than that. Everything amazing that you can see, you can have that also inside of you. And that's why nothing can exist without the observer. Because in order for you to observe it, and recognize what it is. It has to be a reflection of what's inside of you. Otherwise, you cannot recognize it. You wouldn't know what it is. It's only through what we have inside of us that we can see and appreciate what we can observe outside of us. This is why when you can recognize this, life becomes full of inspiration because everything that you can appreciate, it's like, wow, part of me is that also. Part of me is this too. You feel connected, more connected with the world around you, with the people around you, with the animals around you, with nature around you. And in thinking this way you're not being narcissistic you're not being megalomaniac you're not having delusions of grandeur no it's actually a very humbling experience to know that there's something a common thread that goes between all of these things that unite us to know that we're not so different from each other and yet we are we are our own unique individual. Just like each snowflake is completely unique 
each person also is completely unique. And when we become empowered individuals, it makes us appreciate the diversity of life even more and to respect our differences and to admire our differences and to see the beauty that exists because we are different, because we have this extensive variety that surrounds us. That is what makes the adventure called life possible. And that's also why it's so important to guard against conformity because when we try to make ourselves think like each other or do things the same, that just makes us more robotic and oppressed. This conformity is just alien to our nature because we love it that we are different. And that's why men and women, you have the masculinity of men, you have the femininity of women, and that difference between the masculine and, and the feminine makes a much richer and more expressive whole. To know that we have that passive aspect, to know we have that assertive ac aspect, and to know that the love in our hearts is a more receptive and passive and unifying characteristic. And at the same time, knowing that the inspiration in our minds from this higher truth is an assertive force that makes us want to go out there and do things and to accomplish great things, not just to be lazy and to sit on our butts and get fat and be a consumer and just observe what everybody else is doing and not taking an active role in life. I mean, instead of taking a back seat and being an, a, a fan of life, some of us are called to do greater things than that. And I hope you can be too, that you can be an assertive force in your environment to make great things happen. Not to be only a, the, a good fan club for other people doing that, but to actually be one of those who are taking an active role in making this world a better place and making sure that it's not the bad people that become the leaders and the tyrants and get the power that we as more enlightened or spiritual or empathetic truth seeking truth experiencing people we are the ones that nature wants to be in control of this planet earth and to be the custodians of nature and the examples for the future generations of our planet to aspire towards, to be the champions of tomorrow, to be those that are holding up the space for others to live in and create in our lifetime a heaven on earth. This is Atma Bodha signing off. Until tomorrow, you have a great day.